welcome to United We Stand, podcast for patriots. It's another great day in this wonderful nation, but we have a lot of work to do. It never stops. We are under assault. It, we are up playing an uphill battle against the media, the lies, and the misinformation that want to do everything they can to keep us divided, to keep you uninformed, to not allowing you to make your own decisions, to not giving you the right amount of information to judge whether something is right or wrong or works for you. It is the media bias that is pushing this fear. And what is the fear of the month? Or how are they pushing this pandemic even further? Masks, right? Isn't that the new one? That their their flavor du jour of the week, of the month, of the time? right? Where were they in March and April? Were they wearing masks, the press corps? Were they pushing for masks? No. We're all talking about that time to flatten the curve. We have to flatten the curve, which was the excuse to end the reasoning for these lockdowns and the economy coming to a halt, right? That was the reasoning that the states have used to do this. The government backed it up. And now that the curve has been flattened and we're showing steep declines in mortality rates in the states that were the highest hit, but that's not enough. And you're showing signs that the economy wants to, it wants to charge back to its original self by showing enormous gains in the market. And with all the amount of people still being unemployed, it's quite an amazing thing to see. But the media does not want that to occur. The media wants to keep the fear going, want to make this pandemic not go away. Why? You ask yourself the question, why? What's the reason behind it? Is it about your safety? That would be the first thing to ask. Is this about your safety? Because if it really was about your safety, why would they not question the states that put your safety at risk continually? especially the Democratic states that are releasing felons and criminals into the public. They don't question that. They give these states a pass. They give them all a pass because the leftists want more leftists in control, and they play this game. They play this game of a moral high ground, but yet when it comes to the actual doing of the moral high ground, especially if it came to a leftist state, they give those governors those Democrats a pass if they pass something that puts people at risk for the example of letting a felon out and committing crimes and murder. It's happened in California. I talked about this on a previous podcast. So now they're pushing the fear that if you don't wear a mask, you're just going to infect yourself and infect more people to keep this pandemic alive, right? And all doctors have talked about so many go, they're all over YouTube that are being banned and censored epidemiologists, virologists, by disallowing herd immunity, you prevent this virus from running its course, which is one of the best and only ways to allow this to occur. Yes, you can engage in some quarantining and protecting those who are vulnerable and protect those who are susceptible. That's a given. And that is what all this information that we have gained over these last few months about this virus and how it works, which is why predominant numbers of mortality rate are unfortunately into the older and more immunocompromised people. And given that, then you protect those people. That is the best way of doing it. Now, 
having a healthy person wear a mask is absolutely futile. And doctors have said this. I am not the one preaching this from my bully pulpit here. I'm listening to doctors that are coming out and saying this, that this is absolutely absurd. What are you doing? Even Dr. Fauci, who has changed his tune recently in March on videotape, says it's not Look, if you want to wear it for safety reasons for yourself and give you this uh, veil of protection, then go right ahead. And people who wear it are, if they're infected, you don't want to infect anyone else. But wearing it out in public, wearing it all the time, you're fiddling with it, you're touching it, uh, and most people aren't changing the masks. Um, There are so many things wrong with it. We haven't even talked about, how about the aspect that wearing a mask increases your cortisol levels because you're ingesting carbon dioxide. You're hyperventilating. You're putting your immune system in a fight or flight response. So you're actually compromising your own immune system. So then when you do take it off, are you more susceptible to getting this now and being more and receiving a more severe case of the symptoms? It's possible. Healthy people... According to virologists, epidemiologists, do not need to wear a mask. And all you are doing is prolonging this. And I could hear some of the naysayers go, well, if you're asymptomatic, you might be carrying it and you don't know it. Well, you just put yourself in a conundrum. Because then how are you going to get over this virus? I mean, it's proven that a vaccine is not going to be 100% effective. The virus is going to be there. And through all the pandemics where viruses have hit a population, the only way and the best way, the most effective way that it has um, languished, disappeared from the population is it ran its course. And through people following perfect hygiene or proper hygiene, washing your hands, washing your face, like doing those things, that's enough to do it. But wearing a mask out in public, that is being pushed right now. Keep the fear alive and the division, sowing the division between the human race and and your neighbors. You've seen the videos on Twitter now in uh, Staten Island of a bunch of people wearing masks in the grocery store yelling at someone who was not. That is the sheeple. That's the sheep that have been conditioned. If they're wearing a mask, it doesn't matter if someone's not wearing a mask. You're protected. Isn't that the idea of wearing a mask? To be protected? Now you're saying that if someone doesn't have a mask, that the mask is not going to work? I mean, what do you think? This is radioactive? right? Is this going to penetrate the mask? Is this virus so virulent that it's just going to get into your pores now that if you come near it? See, that's the fear. It doesn't matter what the virus is, even though we know what the virus is. Most of the people wearing the mask have no clue because all they're doing is watching the fear networks, the fear news networks pushing the agenda. And all they know is that if I don't wear a mask, I can be susceptible. If someone's not wearing a mask, I'm going to yell at them and berate them. You're doing what you have to do. They may have gotten over this already. That's the unknown variable. I mean, if you look at the the death counts on the uh, news, uh, uh, the news, I don't even like calling them news network. It's even hard for me to get that out. These are not news networks, especially the ones that uh, go by the acronyms Communist News Network <laughs> or uh, or MSNBC, which is hard to even talk about. I don't like bringing those up, but they have those death counts on there, and they'll show you. 5 million cases, 100,000 deaths. Okay. If you even take the fact that those mortality rates are so inflated and so incorrect because of all the false reporting, that all of the combined uh, mortalities from other areas that have been assigned to COVID, all right, someone dies of a heart attack, it's COVID. Someone suicide, it's COVID. 
someone has um, pneumonia, it's COVID. The actual deaths from a COVID, and Dr. Burks has mentioned this, may even be a quarter of the amount that's reported. I believe it's even half, maybe even less, because we don't even know. I mean, that's the case. You really don't know as everyone put COVID down, while all the other known titles that have killed people in the past, flu, heart attack, those things have gone down as a, at a uh, pretty kind of a drastic rate, meaning they're not being recorded. It's got, if you looked at the graph of those, of those that occur every year, it's gone on a sharp decline because COVID had now taken over all of those. And that is the inflation. That's the false reporting. So let me get back to the, uh, so the account. So if you have on there 5 million cases and you have 100,000, well, you have, if it was 5-1, you have 5 million people had it, recovered from it, which we do know that a large portion of the population, 95% of the people that do get this have mild symptoms and they recover from it. And so they have the antibodies to protect themselves. So who's to say that person in the store that they yelled at didn't already have it? Well, I'm just, I'm just speculating here, and, but they don't know because all they do is they're not questioning where they're getting their information from and why. The media want this to keep going. Are they an arm of the DNC? Absolutely, they are in lock sync together. They are pushing the same agenda. Do not have the states open, keep the fear alive, make the president look bad, weaken the economy. Keep Joe Biden out of any public debates. Hopefully prolong this to the point where they can keep propping Joe Biden up and have his aides put out all the reports they want that make Joe Biden sound like it's him. But we do know that Joe Biden can't get out a complete sentence without making himself look like a complete buffoon or not making sense at all. Yeah, the agenda is quite clear. Now, there are so many people out there and people that I know personally that do not and cannot grasp the fact that the system the ones they depend on and have confidence in for years that the system is working against them, that these machinations, these forces are real and lying to them and pushing this as if there's an agenda being played out that has nothing to do with them. It has everything to do with them. It's about getting you. You're the pawn in the especially if the ones who don't pay attention. They are the pawns. That's what they're hoping. And there are people that I know that are pawns in this, that have embraced the fear, that are pushing the same narrative as the mainstream media. They want this to go on. And by pushing this fear that, that if you're not wearing a mask, you're making yourself susceptible. And people are happily around the country not wearing a mask, and it is fine. MSNBC just got nabbed for that very thing in Wisconsin. There he is, the reporter, wearing what looked like a military mask. I mean, he had that N95 mask, you know, like he looked like Bane almost from Batman. And uh, it's MSNBC. And he's on air while being um, uh, questioned by the anchor woman. What do you mean? They're not wearing masks? I mean, aren't they concerned? And then you see, and the guy's just talking, um, talking about the area, talking about the people. And then one guy comes along, a bystander with a camera, and the interviewer points to him and goes, yeah, look, see, even this guy's not wearing a mask. And then the, um, the interviewee goes, yeah, well, your cameraman's not wearing a mask either. Caught him. And it says half your crew's not. Yeah, the sound guy was wearing a mask, but then they had the uh, another guy who was just standing there on a tripod, not wearing a mask. Caught the interviewer off guard. 
he actually had to bow his head and go, yeah, got caught. Just like that picture of um, Anderson Cooper neat, chest high in water while the, um, the reporters up there standing up just pointing the camera down at him uh, on dry land. It's manipulation, folks. These are the most untrustworthy people. They are manipulators of the highest regard. They are not working in your best interest. They are the fear networks, the propaganda, misinformation. It's unfortunate that we have this in the United States. We never thought. And most people who trust the system, that's why they have trouble grasping this because this couldn't happen in the United States. We've read about this kind of manipulation and um, and propaganda from totalitarian states in the past of in our history books. You know, the Politburo, the, uh, the um, you know, Stalinist governments, these were totalitarian regimes using the tool of force of government to squash and control its people. And to grasp that in the United States under this wonderful constitution and the Bill of Rights that we have, our freedoms, that this can't happen here. And it's hard for people, most people, to grasp that. And I understand that. It was hard for me to grasp that for a long time. But it is clear as day. There is an element that is working against the United States of America, against this president that is attempting to maintain this republic. And people say, people think that that's not the case. That is completely the case if you look at his policies. There are people that want to destroy this great nation and take away your freedom of speech. And they've been doing this systematically for some time. And I have been railing about this with people I know in my circle. I'm like, you got to look. This is happening all around. Started, you know, coming from the universities, barring conservative speakers. You can't have uh, open and, and free discussions, especially if it goes against the uh, uh, identity politics or uh, transgenderism. You can't have um, conversations about this. Instead, you're shouted down. That is not freedom of speech. That's anti-speech. And then they'll, and then this leftist crowd will call you a hate speech. They'll just make up stuff. It's hate speech. And then you have to ban that. Right? There is no hate speech doesn't exist. It's just speech. I mean, that's not what the Supreme Court says, but universities will say it and say, well, it's hate speech and we're going to bar it. Just because you say, well, I don't believe there are only, there are only two genders. Oh, that's hate speech. You're a white nationalist. You're a racist because that's how they do it. The left is called names. They label you right away because you're white privileged and you're, um, you believe in the country, you're a nationalist, and uh, they throw around these terms like racists like it is just, you know, passing out Cheerios. Yeah, these people are in levers of power attempting to dismantle it. It is why I fully support this president. I never thought I ever would, but it is the reason why he is the best man for the job. We can have a discussion about things he says. I can certainly agree with you that he he says things he shouldn't say. He's overly optimistic, and I'm being kind. I'm being kind. I'm being kind to the guy because the media does enough of the um, smearing and the criticisms, and that's all they do. Do you think that the president is so bad that the media reports on him being a horrible president just 24-7? I mean, they went for three years with this Russian. Is he a Russian spy? Is he working for Putin? And we're finding out that was all just a freaking hoax. And it was done by the Obama administration. The records are clear on this. And when I bring this up to the uh, the rhinos out there and liberals, uh, they just don't quite they don't go they don't go near it. But yet they were using that as their um, battering ram when 
they were talking about Trump. Well, he was a Russian asset, and he used Russia, and Russia spied on the campaign forum and and hacked the DNC server. Yeah, that didn't quite occur, and was, and that's being revealed. But that doesn't want to be talked about. They don't want to go near it. Why would not the media, if they are out there for your best interest, not report the injustice, the abuses of power from President Obama, Obamagate? This is worse than Watergate. And I remember in college reading about Watergate. And this was a a serious and you know, and that this happened in America, that the um, that the office of the president used his used his influence and power to abuse it trying to affect an election. And that was a big deal. And it was talked about for decades, you know, in, in colleges. And it was, it was part of the curriculum to learn about it. And now we have it happen here again. And now the players go, all, go so deep with the Department of Justice and the FBI and how they lied. And we're seeing it by what they say under oath to what they say in public. Why? Because it's a huge manipulation. The leftists are trying to run the hen house, which is why they want Trump out so bad because Trump is not playing by those rules. He wants to bring the order of rule back to the United States, keep freedom of speech, keep individual freedoms, make America great again. That requires what? Bringing manufacturing back, increasing jobs, reducing regulations, not engaging in war unless we have to. Almost four years into this first term of his presidency, not one war. That, and now he wants to take us out of Afghanistan. Now, I just went on a bit of a tangent here, but I'm trying to illustrate here that the left, the left is doing everything they can to manipulate every person out there who's not aware of their agenda. They are hoping that you just don't research this information yourself. Listen to other doctors and listen to other academics out there who are saying something else. And I just read an article this morning that hydroxychloroquine by Dr. Fauci continually says there is no proof that it works, yet there is proof that it works. But they don't mention that Dr. Fauci is closely aligned with the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. He's on the lead council. He's on, the, uh, he's on a few things with them. He's so, so in bed with them, and they are funding the companies that are creating the vaccines. He, they want to vaccinate the world. That is their plan. They want to fill you with these, these full of junk uh, vaccinations and microchip you and RNA uh, disrupting that goes into your DNA and changes the DNA. I was just reading about this. Like the new the vaccines, it's, it literally goes in and changes your DNA. But why would they want to freaking change your DNA? It's so damaging. Now, are they going to be in line first for those vaccines? Well, they can do take it themselves. Let them be the first guinea pigs. I guarantee you they will not. And if they are, if they are in line and on TV showing that they're getting a vaccine, I can pretty much guarantee it's not the vaccine they're going to be giving to everyone else. Remember, it's do as I say, not as I do. Let's go back to these masks. Masks, right? Do as I say, not as I do. Why? Governor Ralph Northam. Out in public, talking about previously the need for masks. No masks. Andrew Cuomo, masks are cool, but the Memorial Day picture with him, Bill and Hillary, and the entourage, no mask. But the president goes out and plays golf, and what does the media say? No one's wearing masks, right? Uh, Governor Whitmer, pictured in public with her husband at a restaurant with other people, no masks. Did the media report that? No. Is the media saying they're not wearing masks in any of these Democrats? No, they are not. 
and they're not even showing those pictures. What they show you to what they don't show you is so important. They're only showing you what they want you to know, their narrative, not the truth. These are heinous people at the top of these uh, information chains, lack of information change. And now big tech is doing all they can. They've been censoring conservative speakers, anyone against the narrative, for a long, long time. I've been watching this go on. And now with uh, uh, Trump just, was it Mika Brzezinski wanted to get Trump's tweets off because they said he's being, you know, peddling these conspiracy theories. Yeah, sure. Everything that a Trump talks about or anything that goes against that narrative is a conspiracy theory. You mean he asked questions about Joe Scarborough uh, and the media said, well, he's claiming and he's a murderer. No, he just asked questions. Where was Joe Scarborough? Just asking questions, just like the media did. Hey, is Russian, is Trump, excuse me, is Russia controlling Trump? Is, uh, is he a Putin puppet? Is Trump uh, uh, working for the Russian oligarchs? They did the same thing for three years. And when he pushes back, it's a conspiracy. And so what are they doing? Now they're putting these little check marks next to his name or the tweets that, and they do this on YouTube. I've seen this before, especially if you go watch anything that's not, uh, you know, against climate change. When I went to watch a lot of the um, climatologists, this climate change thing is a hoax. And they, you go watch hour and a half, two hour, three hour, you know, when you watch three hour lectures on these anti, I'm going to say anti-climate scientists, or I'm going to say climate truthers. How about that? Underneath the video is always a link to a Wikipedia page that talks about climate change. It's Wikipedia. It's not a. It's not a reliable source. It, it, it's 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 whomever wants to go on there and put in information. Okay. And now they're doing the same with his tweets, the president's tweets, when he talked about um, mail-in ballot fraud. And what are the sources that they direct you to? Washington Post, The Hill, um, and um, uh, I think for, not, for some other. And these are all highly leftist organizations are misinforming you and telling you that no this is this is this is not true mail-in balloting there is no fraud behind it meanwhile the evidence is quite clear pennsylvania someone got arrested for ballot harvesting and now a postmaster just got arrested in arizona for the same thing this stuff is real and there's videos of jerry nadler talking about how there is proof that fraud exists now the video was what i don't know 10 years ago was when he was really huge I just saw it the other day, and he's talking about how that there's a lot of fraud with mail-in ballots. And then the source in which the link on Donald Trump's tweet brings you to that, a, 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 a misinformed, it's about misinformation. And these tech, I man, I've been saying for some time, these, they have to be labeled a publisher where they can't, they can't monitor speech. There's the, they have, and I forget what the... Um, uh, how they get away with it is because they are a come across as a private company and not a publisher of information. It makes them immune from protections of freedom of speech. And uh, I think that should be taken away a long time ago. And because they are determining what speech, what works, right? Here we go. They take down conservative voices for something they'll say that they said this or uh, you can't have any violence. Yet, consistently left us on Twitter calling a racist, Trump a racist, Kathy Griffin threatening his life. 
Mm-hmm. Conservatives even intimate towards that they are taken off, but those voices are allowed to stay. It is a complete biased form, and I am aware that occurs, so I push the limits on it with my uh, Twitter account. I don't have many followers yet. I hope maybe you can. I'm United We Stand um, at Q United on Twitter, and um, – and I'm always just uh, – I follow people that I admire and love their voices and hearing the other side of the story. And I still w- watch people on the left. I have those Twitter feeds too because you've got to keep aware of what's going on and the misery and the miserable and the misinformation that they just uh, promulgate. So I think that was my podcast. I'm not going to go too long with it. I really wanted to kind of talk to you about that media fear machine. They are a propaganda network, and they're pushing masks, this mask. That's how they're doing it now, and they're dividing the public by doing so. They're sowing divisions. They are increasing the animosity towards one another, and that's what they want. Remember, it's all about divide and conquer because, remember, united we stand divided we fall. I mean, that is as true as it can be. We have to stay united for that very reason. Now, not everyone's going to be united because there's followers, there's sheeple out there that just do not relinquish their ability to think for themselves, and they'll take what they get from the news organizations as the, the dogma of the day. And it's unfortunate, but that's the way it is now. It is what it is, but patriots stick together, and we know the truth, and the truth is not control. It's not reduction to civil liberties. And when we see the data saying that the, we've, we've flattened the curve, excuse me, there are still states that are following these draconian lockdowns. Is that obscene or what? It is absolutely absurd. It fa- falls in the face of any reasoning, especially when you see them, when they're about your health and safety, they put your health and safety at risk. And then you had California wanting to go into Separate people in their family homes in quarantine and separate them, pull them away from each other. This is a greater uh, agenda being pushed. This has nothing to do with the pandemic. This is about affecting the election. This is what they want to do. They want to take away your freedoms and they effectuate the elections and hopefully, hopefully destabilize, disinform people enough where they don't get another four years of Trump because they really didn't expect him to be in office. The agenda was supposed to go through as planned, but he was the unexpected win. And it is why from day one, the media, the Democratic National Convention, the DNC, and all the deep staters have been doing, pulling all their punches and going full throttle to get him out, to make him look bad, to condemn anything he says or does, right? And if you go look at his executive orders, just go look those up. Look at what he's been doing, his behavior, his actions. His actions speak louder than words. Yes, I agree. Some of the things he says is cringe-worthy, and I wish he wouldn't. But remember, he is a third-party candidate. He's not playing by the rules of a politician. We've had a smooth-talking politician in the past, and what did he do? Dismantle this country. Cause greater race friction. He was weakening the country. He was a sympathizer to the Muslim Brotherhood. He wanted to uh, He passed trade deals that weakened the country, increasing immigration, reducing the sovereignty of the nation. He was a, I would say, a traitor to to a big degree. And there are people where they are traitors to this country. And they are. And there is something deeper there. There is something deeper that goes beyond just their political agendas. And that's something you got to kind of look at yourself and go figure out. There's a lot to be there. And there's a lot of information. And that's the thing. There's so much. But, you know, you have to 
because our freedoms are on the line. We are under assault by uh, the Democrats. They are, there is an insurgency going on to win the battle of their, they want power so bad. They will do, they will cheat and they will lie to get it. And that's exactly what they're doing. These are despicable people. They call the right deplorable. Remember, they are the mirror. Anything they say about you or a patriot or a conservative is exactly them. They reveal themselves in their actions. They are corrupt, venal people. Am I saying all Democrats that way? No. I don't know a lot of good Democrats that way, and I'm sure they are. There are moderates out there. But for the most part, they have nothing to run on but fear and lies and manipulation. And as a patriot, we are not going to stand for that anymore. We are one, and we're staying united. So fight the good fight. United we stand. Support this president. In God we trust. Be well, my patriots. 